That's some good claps today. What were you... Boy. You know what? You know, when you do those silly triple claps to to, to throw me off, um, well, Discord always just cuts it out. So whenever I go back into the edit and I'm editing the thing and I finally listen to the sync clap bit, I go, what's all this bloody... What's all these transients? (laughs) It's just you doing... I thought of a, a new way to start the podcast the other day, and I've forgotten it now. So, well, this is why you write it down. I know. Well, I was driving when I thought about it, and so now I've this forgotten. is why you get a voice a voice memo. Yeah. So instead, we're just going to go. Uh, hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello. hello. Yeah, Are we doing that. this in the toilet? What's going on? No, I don't know. Hello, and welcome back. To get real gaming, I'll remember it one day. Uh, welcome to the show where we get real talking about the latest and greatest in video game news, views, and releases. I am your host, Richard, and with me, as always, it's my LAN party partner, Lawrence. How are you doing today? I'm all right. How about you? I am okay. We had a fantastic, interesting day yesterday didn't we <laughs> interesting it was fantastically that's interesting that, that's uh, uh debatable we got together with uh sam and chris of uh, the the normal get real podcast um and we had a land party a pc land party where we where we all brought our pcs well i brought two pcs because chris didn't have one that's up to spec, I guess. But um, I brought two PCs. We had screens. We had internet. We had everything. And it was... We had technical issues. We had everything. And goodness me, was it a jam-packed evening where I arrived at yours around 6, I guess? Yeah. We didn't get started till like 8, eight 30, yeah. 9. Um, so there you go. But we, well, we played some games, didn't we? We played some video games on the PC. Yeah, we did play some video and it was, games. It yeah. was actually nice to be sat with everyone while we were playing it. I think that there is something to be said about doing LAN parties. Like, you know, you, it's, it's, you don't get the same experience online. It's kind of like no, doing a pod. No, you don't. No. No. Um, I think it's definitely next time we need to start earlier. Yes, well, we and everyone needs to be on the same page. Yeah, well, we'll have figured out. We, we figured out all the technical stuff now, haven't we? So there shouldn't be any more technical snafus. Based there will on be. That. There always is. No, we'll be fine. I mean, so we 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 had it all set up, and I had installed games on my PC, and then I brought the PC over and plugged it in, and we got it all set up, and it just. We the Windows was not booting. We I could not boot to Windows <laughs> for some reason. It just wouldn't go through. So we had to rest with that for about half an hour. But we figured it out. Um, yeah, we had we had various problems and things that weren't downloaded and all that shenanigans. But um, you know what? What? Well, let's tell them what we played, Lawrence. We played. We started off with some Halo Master Chief Collection. Yeah, we started off with like one game of Halo. No, two games of Halo. Two right. games of Halo. We one played SWAT and one was Speed. It was good. It was a good way to start. Uh, yeah. It was, it was I, uh, 
I, I still think we should have played the last level Hold of Halo now. 3 and Legendary. That would have been good. But we definitely played more than two games. We played three or four because then we played team games, didn't we? We played then me and you well, versus... And the, but we, had, we only played Speed and then we played SWAT. We had played Speed, SWAT, then DR Slayer. So three. Yeah, so at least three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... And then we played from there. We played, uh, was it, did we play Dota or did we play Age of Empires after that? We played Dota. We played Dota. Uh, played a game of Dota. And then Age, of, then Age of Empires. Now, you don't play Dota. So to get you on Dota no. is, uh, is a rare occasion. And we did play a game against bots, but I felt like you have some hidden talent that you're not telling us about on Dota. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand what you mean. I mean, you were... You were you were killing some of those bots, Lawrence. You were, you I were mean, slaying I, them. I hadn't. I honestly had not a clue what I was doing. And you were doing it brilliantly. So there you go. I think. I, see. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you'll be. You'll be getting some phone calls from some pro pro teams soon. From the get real manager, uh, get real Dota manager <laughs> for recruitment. Don't, don't, not sure about that one. Well. <laughs> Not sure about that one. Well, um, we'll see. we we played Age of Empires four. Yes, the new lastly. Age of Empires. And, yeah, uh, and that Both was easy bots are not easy. Intermediate bots are definitely not intermediate. They are hard. I dread to play hard. Christ, no. We had to stop our first intermediate game because we were like, "What is?" It was Chris's first time playing Age of Empires and he skipped the tutorial. So he basically didn't have a scoop to do what he was doing. <laughs> and he was playing time. Nomads, and it's like. Oh yeah, so he didn't even he didn't even start with the base. Don't pick the hardest one without even knowing the game. That was so funny. The second game that we played, and he played a different race. He was like, "Oh, do you start with a base with this one?" And it's like, Chris, the nomads are the only one you don't start off with a base with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah, that was good. Oh. We did win. We won. We won a game of Age of Empires yeah. Four. We 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 won we won one game only because I I played as the Russians which I I found out are quite broken. Yes, and you you went to how, how did you even get to building? So one of the win conditions was that we built a wonder, which is like like a monument, and then we defended it for fifteen minutes. But how the well, hell did you even build the wonder in the first place? Well, I needed three k of food, wood, stone, and gold. Oh my I had, god! I was pumping out like five hundred gold every minute. What? Because of the Russians' um, like special abilities, right? And because I had to have the building which gives me gold, like passive gold, in the middle of a forest, it generated um, woodland creatures, generated deer. Which, if you kill deer, you get ten points to like a bounty, and if you get like up to five hundred points, you get like plus thirty percent to your gold income. Like the uh, workers can harvest like 30 times faster. And I was just generated unlimited food, unlimited gold. I had very little wood and very little stone, but I could just buy that off the marketplace because my, one of my special um, buildings was a marketplace. Right. Yeah. So, so you were broken, essentially, completely. I mean, did you? Yeah. Did you Russians run are broken. Did you run out of wood and resources like wood? Because I got to a point 
where because we all had a, we were playing on a map called the what was it the Arpel, Pel, I think it was Archipelago. Archipelago, yeah. that's right. I, I, I was going to struggle to say that, so I'm very glad you stepped in to take over for me there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but it was basically just like <laughs> random islands. It's just like small islands, and on my island, I didn't even have that much resources. So I had like two or three little gold deposits. What I had one, I had a singular rock like stone deposit. That was my entire island, and then just wood. And by the time you've, by the time you've exhausted all of those, you've, you're like, well, what, what the hell am I supposed to do now? And there's trade yeah. routes and stuff, but we, we didn't even know what we were doing with trade routes. We were just too busy getting hammered by the bots anyway. Who were coming in with demolition ships and big cannon ships, and just immediately firing all guns on on everything it could find. And you're like, how did they make eight to ten of these? And I have a fishing boat. So, hey. <laughs> well, we found out that they had um, landed on an island literally opposite all of us. Oh, right. Okay. That's where me and Sam basically went to uh, go stop that. Um, we, we, we did. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we played some Age of Empires. Yeah. And then what else did we play? That was it, really, wasn't it? That was it. That was well, it. You two, you, you and Chris played Dota. Afterwards. While I was passing out. <laughs> yeah. So at the end. And that was funny because. We didn't have internet for a bit, and then <laughs> yeah, the internet kept going on and off, on and yeah. off, on and off. And then I just I decided <laughs> to play on my MacBook because there was no other way for me to play it, and I didn't have a mouse that could connect to the MacBook on hand. So I we played a game of Dota, and I played it on a trackpad. So for anybody who just felt oh in their mind listening to that, I've, I've, yes, it was a struggle. You understand the pain, but we won the game, nevertheless. And I played yes. mid bat rider with trackpad, and it was a worthy victory, I might add. Um, I've, I've been playing a few games today. Oh yes, there's plenty that of games might, we, that we might have to bring into LAN. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, do you want to mm. tell me what you've been playing today and the rest of this week by yesterday, Lawrence? Okay, well, I've been playing. I've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy, the new Guardians of the Galaxy Ooh, game. Guardians of the Galaxy. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard a thing or two about the Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's talk about that. Let's what It's very good. It's how the it's how Avengers should have went. Cuz it's the same development team, same publisher. It's exactly how like it's what we wanted for an Avengers game. Right. But it, so and it's it's odd because it's kind of like this is just strictly single player. Strictly single player RPG you play as just Star-Lord, but you control the others around you using um like a uh, quick menu right and like it it feels like you're playing in one of the films or the comics like the banter is there the choices are there it's it, it's it's great it's absolutely great nice. um yeah well, one of the, it's one of the games which i keep going back to and i've not really put down right okay because that was so in terms of the writing i've heard a couple of mixed things about not the story but the way that they've boomered in kind of what they think people think are cool to say and or hear but aren't really kind of like blank phrases like apparently the mm. the difficulty menu uh when you choose a difficulty is named something funny what, what was it you probably will remember oh i don't bloody remember it was something like <laughs> like uh, it's what like a phrase like um you can do it or something 
you know, or like, and then it was like, maybe you'll do it, well, that, and then you can't, you that, can't that, do it, that kind of thing. But but not that but that's exactly. kind of like that's Doom. Doom did that back in '92. No, I know, but so, but then, the, but then it's not just that. Obviously, it's like very, very specific, like boomer trying well, to be a cool I've, kid I've, phrases I've got that the, spread out. Difficulty settings up now, oh, which yeah. is easy, intended, hard, and custom. Oh, that's an interesting. Uh, so I don't, I don't know where you've read that because uh, whoever, whoever said I, that, I is heard it from someone. I heard it from another podcast that, that was talking about the game because I'm just well, relaying I've, that information. So maybe it's not. Maybe that's not there. Maybe that's not it. Maybe, maybe it's not there. It might be a different game entirely. No, it was definitely. I'm right. Well, you know, I've been wrong before. So, but I and you're wrong now. <laughs> I'm pretty certain that what they were saying is is the way they were trying to write in jokes and write in those little quips and stuff felt a bit out of touch. Essentially, now would you agree with that or? No, no, I actually wouldn't agree with that. I think it feels very natural. It feels like it's what I expect from Guardians of the Galaxy. It's what I expect from the films. It's what I expect from, if I've read the comic books, what I expect they would sound like. Or are you also just a boomer? That's the real question. I'm, we have to... not, I'm not a boomer. How dare you? Uh... I am clearly a zoomer. Uh, okay, so I've, I've looked up this Guardians of the Galaxy difficulty settings thing, and it's kind of like a subtitle. It goes, easy, you've got this. You've got intended, this. You've, you've got this probably... Hard, you don't got this. Custom, I do it my way. Right. isn't a boomer. That isn't boomer writing. That's the tagline of the game. Right. We've got this, probably. Right. Uh, That's the tagline of the game. It's in the trailer. Oh, okay. See, that's that's a link that was not explained during their... The, the other people's opinions. I, I'm only bringing forward what they said and asking you about it because I don't know. I've not played the game. I don't know. I don't have a clue. So, um, I mean, they, they, they have a whole custom difficulty thing, which I like, where you can literally tweak the game to however you want to play it. Yeah, that's so you actually... Can make it as easy as you like, as hard as you like. That sounds pretty good, good, actually. That sounds nice because you don't normally more, get stuff like that. More games should do this. Could you imagine if Call of Duty World of War had a custom difficulty set where you could play in veteran except turn grenades off? Because uh, that would be a completely different experience, uh, playing mm-hmm. veteran and and actually being able to move from cover without ten grenades being landed at your feet <laughs> for you to throw back. Well, I'm I'm glad you've mentioned Call of Duty because we've got some news later on. Um, just moving on a little bit. Oh, I played a little bit of Divinity Original yeah. Sin. Oh yes, Sin. we've been talking about this. This is a game that we spoke about last night, and yeah. you since have done some research and or. Uh, procuring of said game to try yeah and uh from what i've tried i i think it'd be great to have as not a substitute to D because i'm not i'm not building those 3d worlds it's not happening okay um but definitely like say if we want to play an rpg together it would be a good shout to do okay so those who don't know what divinity uh two is can you just briefly explain what that what it is Okay, so listen up, you <laughs> snickers. <laughs> yeah, you thought I was going to say something else then, didn't you? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've got it no is... idea what's coming out of your mouth these days. <laughs> God knows. I'm, I'm off the chain. <laughs> he's, he's unstoppable. Uh, so Divinity Original Sin 2 Fire is extingu- a sequel. Extinguish already. Sorry, carry on. Is <laughs> a sequel to oh. Divinity Original Sin. Oh, that, that explains the game then, doesn't it? <laughs> It's, yeah, no. it's on Windows, it's on PlayStation 4, it's on Xbox One, it's on Switch, and it's on iPad. 
Really? Uh, it is a uh, RPG. Okay. Fully enough. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of like this D&D inspired top down. Well, not top down, but like um, kind of like the old style RPGs where you'd have like a 2.5 camera and you'd be able to click around and create your own character and do romances and, and all that malarkey. It's done by the same guys which is doing Boulder Gates 3. Right. Okay. Um, which is a D&D franchise. Yes. So it's 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 one of those. It's one of those really in-depth RPGs which you can have as much or as little interaction as you like. Yes, but um, instead of instead of like doing an RPG from just a linear storytelling point of view, this is much more of an open like actual you sort of have to think about role playing specifically not just yeah like you have to be um, the character instead of just follow a character's story kind of thing yeah uh you can like you you, you you've got several pre-made characters with backstories or you can make your own backstory which changes the stats yeah uh you've got companions if you're not playing with friends you've got uh three other companions which kind of interact with the world oh it's very skyrim Okay. But more in depth. All right. Uh, there is a competitive and cooperative multiplayer modes. Uh huh. Um, you you can split up and individually control your party members, leading to potentially complex battle tactics and roleplay opportunities. That sounds like you just you read that off a sheet. Yeah, I'm not. I swear that I'm reading it off nothing. A skill crafting system that allows players to make and change their skills, and it's also got uh, the competitive multiplayer mode, where you divide into two teams to fight against each other in an arena map. It's like, yeah. right? Just don't look at Wikipedia when you listen to this, okay? Just don't, don't. Just, okay, yeah, don't yeah. Worry about no, it. no, it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've been playing, it, and the reason why we're talking about this for LAN uh, party is because, as it is a D and D style. RPG game, there are features of it which can really enhance the multiplayer aspect of it together, right? And especially if we're doing something yeah. LAN, like across the table from each other. So you can, you were saying something today about um, like being, a, someone can be a DM as, as part of it or? Yes, there's a whole um, GM mode which I was kind of investigating. Yeah. You literally put a pin on the map and then you can create scenes and you can use any of the scenes made in the game and customize it, swap out assets, do encounters, do triggers. You can even possess kind of character, like player model, not player model, but a character's NPCs and interact with them. You can have music, you can have sound effects. It's, it's pretty intense and pretty in depth. That definitely, if if you wanted to do D and D that way, you could. But I I will probably not. <laughs> I mean, in order to actually do D and D that way, you this everyone is everyone would need the game. Everyone would need the game, but also is is it not like you know it still does have a story to play through? So you're not able to yeah. really make your own thing up. You well, kind of have to follow well, no, there. No, you you can you can make the whole story up in Divinity Original Sin Two. Oh, that's cool then. Like you can even t- you can say where like what characters say or you type out what the characters say. You can have like a quest. You can make your own quest kind of system. Right. It it's pretty insane. That's awesome. Then 
Nice. But uh, that's not something yeah. you could do as like a, oh, let's just have a quick go of this game while we're here kind of thing. That's something you kind of have to plan ahead for and, and you have yeah. to be... Well, it's the GM mode, yeah. Well, yeah, so... Um, um, you'd have to be yeah, really invested was... to do it, but it's still really cool to think about. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty uh, in-depth yeah. and naughty. Well... Other than us nerding out over D and D style video games, I just want to, have you been playing anything else before we move on? Uh, I was. I've been playing Skyrim. Oh, I said on the PlayStation. I said, other 5. than nerdy D and D style video games. Well, I didn't know this, but you can get mods on the PlayStation. Oh, oh, right. So what? But yeah. like, what kind of mods? Like just anything like, that's available. You you user made mods. It's a little bit restricted because Sony was a little bit arsy with it. Uh, it's yeah. better on the Xbox, but it's it's you know it's it's a bit of a shock, <laughs> right? Okay, and the experience. How was that? At least, well, how many decades old is Skyrim now? Like, I mean, it's it runs on sixty FPS on a PlayStation. Well, 5, yeah, so should, I happy. should hope so. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because the anniversary edition is coming out next year, next week, oh, which is gosh. the. Uh, you know what? Enhanced for PlayStation 5 I and swear. Xbox One Series X. Wait, okay, was there adaptive triggers on uh Well, there will be for the anniversary <laughs> edition. I assume. We don't know. We don't Nobody know modded yet. it in. <laughs> no, no one's modded it in. That's, That's very different. It's Sony. There are C enough as it is. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, you know, it's, it's you know, you can add mods after the fact, can't you? So mm. maybe someone just needs to do an adaptive trigger mod for PS5 Skyrim. I don't I, I don't think that's how that works. <sighs> Wow, that's a bit disappointing. Okay, well, yeah. shall I tell well, you what we, I've been playing what, 20 minutes into the, the show this week? Uh, I've been playing Aquarium Designer. Yes, it's back again. Oh. I've been giving it a good go. And uh, Lawrence is really good. Um, it's really, <laughs> really good. And, you know, it's one of those games that, like, I think you do have to, like, you can't pick this up unless you're actually interested in in aquariums and fish and stuff. I haven't unlocked everything yet, but I like that you could probably guess how the quote-unquote story mode goes. You get an email and they go, oh, my son, it's his birthday coming up and I want to build him a nice tank and he's drawn me a picture, so can you make me a tank that looks like the picture? Do you know what I mean? And then it sounds like PC Builder Simulator. It literally is, like that, but aquarium-based. So you'll get like a list of requirements. (laughs) Um... But, it, but you know, it's quite... There's more detail than you probably kind of expect. I haven't played PC Builder, but in, in Aquarium Designer, it, it, if you start, like, putting things into the water that can affect the quality of the water, like the pH levels and stuff like that, it actually starts to get measured. And um, you'll have oh. to make sure the temperature is, is hot enough, which means you need to make sure you've got the right heater for the right size tank and the right filter for the right size tank. And, you know... Um, there's there's a couple of different game modes to play in as well, just for from a relaxation point of view. So you, I think I mentioned this last week, but um, you can actually play in like a simulation style mode where you build an aquarium and then you have to keep going back to check on it over time, like as in like within real time aspects, because over time you'll need to come back and clean the tank. You have to clean all the algae off, and you'll have to like you know do a water change or something in order to make sure that you're so it's kind of like Animal Crossing mode. 
No, Animal Crossing mode is more gamified than than the simulation side. Like your fish as, will die. As, as your fish will like, die if you don't come back. As, as in, like you've got to come back. Yeah, but as it, yeah, but you're not going to come back to a crave designer after a week, and your fish will go. Ooh, it's gotten a bit chilly since you've been here. Not been here. I mean, I you wonder don't, if you, you can... don't know. You don't know. <laughs> They'll just be dead. Them, <laughs> They'll just them be dead. Fishy bastards are weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's really good i've seen finding nemo oh and i've not unlocked everything yet but i want to you know the missions themselves can be a little bit boring because you just want to get through and unlock stuff um uh-huh. but once everything is unlocked i'm hoping for there to be some shrimps and i'm there's they are very accurate in terms of the fish that they've chosen um it you can't just drop a fish in you know you've got to know what what fish will live with what other fish in a tank together because there are some fish that aren't cohabitable and things like that. So that was good. Aquarium design is great. I recommend it. It's very cheap. Wow. What what an amazing little thing for people who like fish. Um, I'm trying to think what mm-hmm. else I played this week. Um, I have completely forgotten. So there you go. I played some games and uh, I'm still yet to re-pick up Starlink. Uh, not just not in time but i'll get to it eventually all right let's have him talk about some of the news we had some games come out this week so this will kind of be bundled in with the news i'm guessing um are you saying we're doing we're gonna have to do some hot headlines there might be some hot headlines um i don't think just just so we quickly mention what's come out this week uh mario party superstars came out october 29th that's getting good reviews. It's supposed to be one of the better ones, return to form style Mario Party games. We had, we had Age of Empires 4, which of course we've now played and chatted about. Um, and we've had Guardians of the Galaxy. We've chatted about that. Uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Black Water came out, apparently, on the 28th. Oh. So Fatal Frame game came out just in time for halloween also this isn't on the list here from metacritic but i do want to point out that resident evil 4 vr edition came out yes it came off the oculus didn't it It did it came out for the quest 2 exclusively so i can't play it but apparently it's it's amazing (laughs) it's supposed to be not just a throw yourself in a vr like uh, port of the game it's it's like been textures have been redesigned the gameplay has been readjusted so zombies run at you quicker um you do have to do things like reloading the gun you know like you know take the clip out put a new clip in and that kind of is perfect for vr and for horror in general um you know and and the puzzles the, you know think about resident evil puzzles the way puzzles were you know they're all very simple puzzles but imagine having to do them with your actual hands on it, twisting things around and turning things. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that... And it's a 16-hour campaign, so this is the kind of stuff that VR needs. And um, it's got it's been doing really well, apparently. I highly oh, it's got manual reload. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you've, you know, obviously they're not going to... It's kind of one of those things oh, that's just hard okay. enough to put stress on you in those situations where you've got a zombie moving towards you. So it's not it's not totally VRified. During cutscenes, the game will throw you into a black void to watch the action on a flat screen. Yeah, it's like a cinema mode cutscene, but they they don't need to re like the the cutscenes tell the story and they have shots and you know they have camera angles and things you need to see happening. Right, so you can't really expect them to specifically put you into cutscenes or something that that would be mm-hmm. 
you know, it's a 16-hour campaign, Lawrence. It's it's like the cutscenes are fine as they are. There's no need to do anything else. Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't know. There might, so, it might have been a bit more they could have done. No, I, I really don't think so. The amount of stuff that they've, the, the amount of work they've done on this to, to put it where it is. You don't get mercenaries mode. However, I don't think people really care that much about the mercenaries mode, considering how big this game already is. Um, and I think they've also maybe adjusted, they've maybe removed some voice lines here or there to kind of be more PC uh, for this age, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But um, that's all I've heard about it. I've heard it's great. So there you go. We also, uh, well, that's not this week. Next week, Lawrence, we've got Call of Duty Vanguard coming out. And yeah. Knowing that there's only one new first-person shooter game and it's a Call of Duty game, is making you know the hype the hype train is turning it's the wheels are turning um however there's other first person news which is quite nice and i think this dude the battlefield stuff that that we're going to talk about um yeah because they revealed some battlefield things uh literally today yeah oh. and it's it's impossible to not feel some sort of hype over a new shooter oh, I'm, game i'm very you know? hype over battlefield yeah but even call of duty you go ooh, you know there's something new coming out and you know if it wasn't if it I wasn't don't, 16... i don't feel the hype for vanguard i feel the hype for the next one yeah i mean well is that are you trying to segue to some news there Lawrence? Are you I, trying to... I may be trying to segue into some possible leaky leaky oh go on give us some possible leaky we're moving on then let's and go I, straight into I some news possible leaky leaky it's all allegedly this is allegedly, but there's a lot of details that make it just enough where you're like, mm, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So what is it? So, What's going on? So this is Modern Warfare 2022. Ooh, modern and Warfare. I like, I like Modern Warfare. 2022. Yes, it's, the, it's the next Modern Warfare. Yes. Oh, it's Modern Warfare 2. They yeah. called it, funnily enough. Um, the engine's getting a little bit of a graphical upgrade. Thank Christ. Um, <clears throat> the campaign it will have new facets, new facets of companion interactivity. You'll be able to request and assist room clearances during close quarter battle operations. These new mechanics were put on show in a campaign mission. Apparently, this ah. is uh, this is this is a mission. Apparently, they were showed off. Apparently, allegedly, this is all alleged. Uh, Task Force One Four One and several other members of the domestic military have been tasked with infiltrating what's assumed to be a safe house cell holding information on a drug lord. Um. Of an interna- international crime syndicate based in uh, Cuidad Cu- Juarez, dismantling the upper echelon of the organization, you're allowed the option of deciding whether to go in guns blazing or covertly. Covertly, throughout the raid, choices you make will determine who on your team will die. If you were, if you were to tell me that this was some sort of Far Cry crossover, I'd believe you. It sounds more like Tom Clancy crossover than anything. It does a bit, doesn't it? Um. In one, in another mission, you're ambushed by heavy fire from unknown position. Um, you're tasked with grabbing uh, your friend's weapon who's died, and you dive back behind the cover of the armored patrol vehicle. And then your character will be visibly scared stiff, so trembling during aim down sights, panting, swallowing, which triggers a sequence where the weapon jams. Because um, apparently there's a weapon jamming um, system, apparently. A weapon jamming system. This yeah, is you know, like how, you know, like in Gears of War, where the yeah. gun would jam. I think something like that, but I'm not quite sure. These are one of those um, like this is like so 
this is one of those like really leaky alleged stuff that comes out right that is just so detailed you have to wonder how twisted exactly. they've, they've made there's more. this there's, there's so well much i don't more. doubt there's that the multiplayer. i don't i don't doubt it there's the multiplayer which is extraction type mode ricochet perk bounty hunter perk field upgrades return operators return floor is lava game mode uplink mode hostage mode which is a close quarter battle style which i'm like really in for uh returning maps uh favela terminal high rise shipment quarry uh there's a bunch of weapons there which i'm sure you guys are like oh my god this is coming back and i'm like uh, uh. Right, uh, right. infinity board seems to be redoubling their effort behind the gunsmith featuring a myriad of different calibers uh okay. as well as many different like grips magazines stocks muzzle devices and handguards uh, okay. During multiplayer matches, you'll be able to customize your weapon, gunsmiths, view stats, etc., uh-huh. similar to Battlefield 2042's live customization option. However, the UI seems considerably more comprehensive. Okay. Um, rusty camo. Dependent on overall overall kills you get, your weapon becomes visibly worn per thousand kills. Uh, for Warzone 2022, there's Prop Hunt, which is limited time game mode. Um... <laughs> New level of verticality, uh, so you get a ladder field upgrade. New new uh, map to be made up of a blend of Modern Warfare 2 maps and new point of interest. Okay. Uh, new helicopter, perks at purchase at buy station, rank mode, destructible environment. The AI is more smarter, more responsive, more flexible. It is now, events, now have advanced awareness and will react realistically to bullet wounds depending on where they've been shot. Their body will recall back authentically. Lawrence? Uh, Lawrence, I'm, I'm gonna have to stop you there. I'm starting there's to, so much more. I'm, I'm starting to tune out. I'm gonna be honest. There's, it's just like standard over now, information. Now you understand what we were like when you were talking about stocks. I was listen. I kept it brief. Okay. <laughs> no, you bloody didn't. You went on for thirty minutes. Buy low, sell high. Right. Anyway, <laughs> basically, that's enough. It it sounds very exciting if it. If it, if, if all I want no is the close quarter way. combat balls, there's I n- just want the CQB. There's no way that all of that is real because th- well, there's well, the so much is, detail in that. That's what I, I, I originally thought that, but it does kind of make sense, especially with the campaign bit, because Cold War was doing something very similar. I just, I don't know how much I can believe of it. I can, like, I understand. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's not worth it's not worth me arguing about. No, it's, it's, it's it's all alleged. alleged so, I just think that that is way too much information to pay attention to at this point in time for a game. I mean, we've 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 had massive leak dumps before on other games that have came true. Yeah, like segway, <laughs> like Battlefield Portal. Okay, so what's the news? Well, this is literally came out. This is what came out today. It is the build your own Battlefield mode. Okay. Um, which we leaked here on this podcast first before everyone else. Yep. We gave you the news. We broke it down. We gave you the news. Uh, and it's it's a real thing and it looks pretty cool. It's got Battlefield 2042, Battlefield 3, Battlefield Backup 2 and Battlefield 1942 assets all together. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no limitations. <laughs> okay. Well, there's going to be... The teams be... you can pick. Oh, so... So you can have Battlefield 3 versus Battlefield 3 or... Battle 42 versus Battlefield 1942. Um, there's actual pictures of the coder at work, the visual scripter at work. 
Right. You can modify literally everything, even down to the user interface, the the controls, how much ammo you start with, the the vehicles, the weather events, aim assist. You can even turn yeah. aim assist Lawrence, off on the server. Lawrence, be careful. You're starting to do what you did, what you did earlier again. I'm, I'm shooting out. But it's good news. It's good news, basically. It's good news. It's good news. It's made me very hype. Let's discuss why it's very good for Battlefield in general, because Battlefield have some other news. We were mentioning here, you know, Call of Duty Vanguard comes out on the 5th, which means that, you know, in terms of time-wise for this end of the year, Call of Duty has the first shot. They get $60 from everybody who wants to buy Vanguard, and then those guys, you know, after that, Battlefield is going to come out and it's also going to be asking for your money. So, mm-hmm. Battlefield have put out, was it yesterday they put this out, Lawrence? You, you've got the details uh, here. Today. Today. So there was Literally some news like about, three hours ago. Okay, so what's the news from three hours ago, Lawrence? That that was it, Battlefield bought Portal is the news. Oh, no, but the news was, the news I was going to say was about, um, you know, us being able to, play it for free for 10 hours on oh yes the uh anyone on xbox game pass next week uh if you're listening to this on the time it comes out yeah you'll be able to play up to 10 hours of battlefield 2042 on early access which yeah. is the 12th the game actually comes out on the 19th but xbox users xbox pass users be that ultimate or just normal you get uh is early access yeah and this is for people on both xbox and pc so you I could believe so, yeah. So you could be you could have gone ahead and bought Vanguard, for instance, and then still get immediate access for ten hours worth of play for Battlefield, which is which is very smart, yeah. I think, because they know that Vanguard's coming out, they know it's expensive, they know people are gonna spend money on it and don't have indispensable income to buy more than one shooter that's brand new and exciting, you know. Um, to be quite frank, you could probably with the Battlefield portal, you probably be able to recreate Call of Duty's game modes in Battlefield. Well, yeah, possibly. I mean, it'd be probably... I think we're going to see stuff like that starting to happen. Well, you can even do PvE game modes. And imagine... Imagine the, uh, when, when Halo's Forge finally comes out, if you're able to make the if Battlefield... comes out. The, uh, the Battlefield portal inside of Halo's Forge, of which then you can make Call of Duty game modes inside of. Call of Duty needs to step <laughs> up the game. That's why, that's why these leaks are like... Well, if it if it's if it's kind of close, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I I haven't really been keeping up with any of the Vanguard news, even though there's like quite a lot of zombies related news. I just I'm not gonna be buying the game. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna be buying it. If I do, it'll only be you know you know the last time I bought you know last year's Call of Duty game, and I bought it because we were all gonna play multiplayer, and we did for a bit. But when I look back at the times we played multiplayer. Um, and zombies, but I'm just talking multiplayer only here. I didn't really get the value out of just the multiplayer, and of, uh, and I got yeah. I only really got the value out of playing the zombies. So yeah, you know the fact that you can't just buy the zombies part of it. It's getting to a point where I think they know that people are only buying it for one portion of Call of Duty, but they know that. There's a if, majority. There'll be at least one quarter portion. Yes, but they know that a majority of people who have to make the decision whether they're going to buy, they're going to spend sixty dollars for 
one game mode and get everything anyway, they're probably more likely just to fork it out, just to play the one part that they like. And yeah. and, and because I know that Halo's coming out in December and I'm going to be playing Battlefield on the trial anyway, I can always just watch people play Call of Duty and see what I reckon. And yeah. I don't really I think mean, I'm going to jump in. I don't think, you know, and they've got Warzone really, is free anyway. Yeah, realistically, I, I know it depends on our gaming group because I, I, I think our gaming group has kind of just decided we'll leave it this year and see right. see what else is happening because obviously with Halo coming out, um, Battlefield is, is always rocky with us, but depending on what how it plays, maybe, but I think Halo's going to be the king this year. Um, I, we've said that quite a few times. Yeah, Halo offers a different experience that isn't the same as a Call of Duty experience. And that's the only down, not downside, but it's the only difference is that if if we're like hankering for that first person shooter that experience, kind of military, military, kind of arcadey, shooty experience, we're not going to get that honest, on Halo. I, I would go to Battlefield and Call of Duty Vanguard just because I could get the same arcadey experience on using using the Battlefield portal. Yeah, and, and the thing is as well is... Is if if you ever get the hanker in for Battlefield at this rate, you can just game pass it. So yeah, and what I think one th- not one thing, but something which I like about the portal is, say we want to play, uh, like I want to play modern shooter. You guys want to play a World War Two shooter. We can literally have that. Yeah, yeah. Or Battlefield. Well, with Call of Duty, it's literally just World War Two or Cold War. It's it's a very first world problem. We've gone from having no games to play to having too many to choose from, Lawrence. That's the that's it at the end of the it's day, true. isn't it? We're yeah. we're spoiled. Yeah. We're very spoiled it's in the spoiled gaming world choice. at the end of the at the end of the year. You know, today you know one thing I thought about today? I was sat there and I was getting a bit cold and I put on my I put on my dressing gown and I went and oh, sat in my chair to do oh, some yeah. work. And you know what I thought to myself? I thought to myself, Oh, I can't wait for Jingle Jam this year. Oh, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? I just had that Jingle well, Jam feeling. Jingle Jam, yeah, I know what you mean. I just had I'm glad l- you talked about the cold because it uh, seems to be getting a bit chilly over in Blizzard. Boom! <laughs> 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 Fantastic. You are a fi- I need a fire extinguisher. I need this fire extinguisher oh. by my side. Well, then I really will be chilly. Yes. Uh, what's going on so over at Blizzard? Blizzard's Blizzard taken another hit. Yeah, on the port side, mm. um, the co-leader of Blizzard has resigned, or is going oh. to resign at the end of the year. Oh, right. Well then, it's gone from a co-leadership of Mike Yabara, and I think her name is Jen O'Neill, but I could be wrong there. Yeah, Jen O'Neill. Okay. Uh, Jen is stepping down, so okay. it's now gone from a female and male partnership to just male lead. Okay. Again. All right. So that's um yeah that's something isn't it? I mean people are yeah. and and this is not just the only piece of blizzard news is it? Uh around this time. Uh, no there 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 is another piece of blizzard news uh especially regarding their their games. Yes, so not only practically everything's delayed. That's just yeah. Literally everything Overwatch what else are they got? Overwatch 2, who really plays or cares about Overwatch 2, is coming out in 2023, allegedly. Oh my god, Apparently 2023? Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Diablo word. 4 is pushed back to 2023. Judging from the timescales of World of Warcraft patches, their expansion might be coming out in 2023. 
they're, right. they're gonna fall in, they're gonna fall into obscurity at this point they are reckoning that that by 2023 all this will have blown over oh Pretty boy much, yeah well are the, thing, gonna... the thing is they say Oh yeah, they, they shouldn't. We shouldn't expect to see either games or wow until sometime in 2023 at the soonest. That is that is shock. That is you know I'm not I'm not hoping that it gets dragged on any longer than it needs to. Obviously, all the situation or anything. I'm not I'm not trying to like I'm not hoping for more drama or anything. Um, but yeah, it it is telling that they would choose 2023 specifically as if they have got plans for 2023. They think they're going to be in the clear around 2023 at this moment. It's a bit telling about what they're discussing in the boardroom. It's more like, when do we reckon we'll be back on our feet? When do we Mm -hmm. think people will have forgotten? Or will, you know, when can we plan stuff so that people become more on our side? We get some brand loyalty back. Well, it's not going to be next year. no, they've they've got they've got this major issue now with time. I mean, Overwatch is already falling into obscurity. Yeah. Diablo is probably the only thing which generates hype. World of Warcraft is getting eclipsed by Final Fantasy fourteen. And by the yeah. time they announce their new expansion to generate hype, Final Fantasy fourteen will be working on its next expansion along yeah. with a year of patches. Yeah, I mean this it could also be just part of this, you know, maybe they've got other games or other expansions in the works. They know that they might have like a big hitting year to try and put them back on their feet. Maybe 2023, they're thinking, you know, if we can get through all of this, 2023, if we line up a lot of stuff we've not announced yet for that year, maybe we can get a little bit be, back on our feet. To be honest, as a fan of Blizzard's works and as an ex-WoW player and Overwatch on Diablo player, it's too late. It, right. Like, you, you've, if you're going to announce it, announce it now or announce it at what was going to be BlizzCon Online in February, but they've cancelled that. So yeah. they basically just left their fans in the dark. And now they're in the dark and they're seeing everyone playing other games, like, oh, well, yeah, I'll follow me mates into that. Yeah, I think one of the bigger problems that Activision Blizzard have with their titles right now, uh, maybe it's just from our perspective and maybe it's just my warped perception because we always talk about them kind of as a brand, uh, one big brand. Um, you know everything that's happening with them is affecting all of their games. And it's almost as if the the fans of the games aren't necessarily like just fans of the game. They ha- they're kind of more like fans of the brand and the brand is taking damage. And so, you know, but, you know, World of Warcraft yeah, needs Blizzard and Overwatch needs to be, you know, you need to like Blizzard to like Overwatch kind of thing. And, and when well, something Bl- happens... Blizzard was always one of the good guys. You know, always, oh, well, it'll come out when it's ready, when, you know, we'll make decent games. And now it's kind of just, it's yeah. gotten to the point where they have, especially in World of Warcraft, and I know, in, especially in Overwatch 2, they have really tested the patience of their fans. And it's gotten now to where this point is, like, we're not going to wait anymore. Yeah. And, like... they, they, and like this came out, I think, a few months ago. They, they're like, oh, no, it's fine. They'll come back. They'll come back. They'll always come back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... Don't abuse your consumers. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's, um, I think I think it's weird, especially now people are stepping down and stuff. You know, think about it. Think about 2023. Who do you think is going to be in charge? You know, <laughs> like at this point, we know it could be anybody. I mean, I know, I know Bobby Kotick's talking a massive pay cut. Right, well, I mean, 
he, he big wolf. I guess he probably probably should. Yeah, um, he should probably be fired. To be fair, but you know, CEOs. Mm. All right. Anyway, Bill. let's get on to something more happier. Which I do have something more happier. Do you? Did you know this year it's Ubisoft's thirty fifth birthday? Oh yeah, Ubisoft, the people who just published Riders Republic, a game that came out this week we yeah. didn't mention earlier, but I wanted to bring back up again because people are actually saying it's all right. See, I've linked it in. See, I know, I know it. I know these things. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, it was the thirty fifth birthday on March twenty eighth. Right. Okay. So happy. I think they've just remembered. To, yeah, but yeah, it sounds like they didn't have anything planned. Then someone said, "I got a minute, isn't it?" Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, it was my birthday. Oh, it was my birthday. I should probably organise a party. Oh. Oh, nobody else, nobody else told me. Nobody reminded me it was my birthday. No. Apparently they're giving like free um, stuff in the games. and you, the, the two free games are apparently going to be released for everyone to kind of get and stuff like that. You know, the usual birthday thing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, birthdays. Um, it's oh, yeah. also Halo's 20, 20th or 25th. I don't remember which one it is. 20th, it's, 25th? It's, not, it's definitely not 25th. But it's the 20th <laughs> then. And they've... It's definitely not 25th. Today, in order to celebrate said birthday, they oh. have also announced some things. They're doing a little celebration in the Master Chief collection. Mm. And, um... Well, you can, well, it's not just Halo's 20th anniversary. Well, I'm not done talking about Halo's 20th anniversary yet, Lawrence. But it's related. <laughs> okay, well, all right, well, off you go. You're going you're gonna to ruin it's it anyway. Xbox's You've ruined it now. 20th birthday. Oh, yeah. As you were. Right, okay. Well, no, you've, you've, you've basically spoiled it all now. I can't really talk about it. Oh. That's it. Not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, it's 20 oh. years of, of Halo. Um, and so what they're doing is uh, every day, including today, November 3rd, starting today, you'll be able to get um, like tons of uh, stuff in the exchange, which is like kind of like the marketplace for Halo Master Chief Collection, where you can use the season points you've earned from playing to buy, you know, to, to exchange for cosmetics or whatever. You don't spend money, you just play the game and earn those things. So there's like some cool classic armor and classic gun skins and there's a original xbox classic and xbox classic controller backpack Mm -hmm. and it's just like just nice they're doing something i think yeah now Um, i mean i've gone i was just gonna say what i was gonna be interested in is whether any of that would transition over to infinite but of course it's not going to i don't think so well, um, it might, because it comes out this year, and it's still technically the 20th year well, anniversary. this is the thing, is they're saying they're going to r- roll out new content every week until January 5th on the Master Chief Collection. Oh. But by December 8th, we'll have Halo Infinite. So mm. they're going to be be doing multiple Halo things simultaneously, from the sound of it. Why would anybody be on the Master Chief Collection by January 5th? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah, I'll throw that over to you, Lawrence. What do you, why? Oh. Yeah. Why do you think? I don't know. Because they're going to delay Halo Infinite. Oh, don't, oh, don't jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, you rascal, you. I don't, oh. I don't think they could. Like, no. physically, they wouldn't be able to. If they delayed it one more time, they'd be right. Yeah. All right. So, is there any other news? Have you got anything else? Marvel Midnight Suns delayed to the second half of 2022. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, a 15 minute Elden Ring gameplay reveal is coming tomorrow. Oh, wait, a gameplay reveal for Elden Ring? Yeah, 15 ah. minutes of Elden Ring. Wow, that'll be really cool. We've been waiting for Elden Ring. When's the date for Elden Ring? Do we have... Um... February, which is something that I wanted to bring up, because have you seen February? Is it another chock-a-block month of video games? November isn't the bloodbath. It's February. What's coming out February? Let, let, me, let me just get it up. Let me move my cat out of the way first. You know why they've chosen February, don't you, and not January? Because it, it's, all de- it's all delays. No, it's no, no, no. This is the people are delaying it because nobody spends money in January. This is a general. That's true. This is a general well-known thing in retail. Is that you? Is that everybody Stop. spends everything? You know, you've got Black Friday, Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas, you've you've had Halloween before that, and then and then you have then then that's it. You're done. January is a month of nobody's buying anything month. So is so February's like jumping onto the next wave of like things that are. Well, can they space out a little bit? Because I've counted, I've counted, counted four big hitters in February, and February is a short month. So <laughs> we've got Dying Light two on February fourth. Okay, Dying Light two. Yep. Horizon Forbidden West on the eighteenth. God, is that not out yet? No, right. they pushed it back. It was out in Genshin uh, Impact before. <laughs> before it was out. On. <laughs> Uh, and then Elden Ring and Saints Row on the same day. Oh, I'm not sure if I'm bothered about Saints Row. In January, uh, God of War's coming to PC. Oh, they've chosen a interesting time to bring God of War to PC then, haven't they? Yeah. And then March, you've got Gran Turismo and you've got that weird Final Fantasy spin-off thing. Right. But it's February. You You want to avoid February. Like, don't. Don't don't bother. If you're a game developer thinking of releasing in February, don't. Just leave it. And then, you know, after March, is it going to get quiet again? Or is, you know, May... For, for now, until everything gets announced. Yeah. Because we've got Starfield in November, allegedly. Allegedly. Wait, it is November. Uh, there's, there's, there's so many games coming out in 2022, apparently, does, without any pushbacks. When does Starfield come out? It is November. No, November. November 2022. Oh, next November, not this November. Yeah. The Prince of Persia Sounds of Time remake is coming out <gasps> next year. Ooh, baby, I'm excited for a Prince the, of Persia Sounds of Time Apparently the Breath of the Wild sequel is coming out next year. Oh, yes, I'm very excited the, for this The well. Lego Star Wars Skywalker, Skywalker saga is out next year. Hogwarts Le- Legacy, the bloody Gotham Knights, God of War Ragnarok, Ghostwire Tokyo. All these big, big, big games are coming out next year. Is it fair to say that apart from the last kind of this last end half of this year the next year's lineup is already looking better than this year's lineup of video games next year's lineup is looking more bloody expensive i'm not sure about that <laughs> no i think that's that makes sense though because obviously the pandemic's happened and you know games take time to make and we've, we've been feeling it this uh, I, year and only really big companies have been able to push through or like small indie, I, I, indie developers working I at think, home i think using the pandemic as an excuse is kind of not viable anymore to be quite frank at this point in time it's not but back when it was actually happening and family members were in trouble and there was no travel allowed so what are you giggling at what are you giggling I just at? noticed something on unreleased date <laughs> oh, okay what's going on cyberpunk 2020 2077's coming out next year <laughs> sorry it's coming out next year for the playstation 5 and xbox series x oh my goodness <laughs> Imagine. You know what that means? It's on the Game Awards list. <laughs> it's going to have to be on it. Hopefully a, a reasonable version, a user, a playable uh, version. I mean, it is playable. 
just not on console peasants. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, right. Very good. Well, I think that's probably enough for this week. We probably talked a lot about a lot of things. We talked about I, a lot of I, stuff. I need to go lie down now. Well, now you can go and have your little lie down. Oh, and, uh, I hibernate every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the only time you get out. Ooh, I do have one more piece of news. PC Ooh. news exclusive, though. This is exclusive for the people who... This is news that people who wait until the very end of the show. And to get to the end of the show, you have to listen to me first. Say thanks for listening. And also, if you like the show, the best way to help the show is just tell somebody else that likes video games that there's a cool show that you like. Maybe send them an episode that you enjoyed. You can find us at GetRealPod <laughs> on all of our socials and email us at GetRealGaming at gmail.com. And we'll sorry, I didn't realize we were running a museum. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I just wanted to just wanted to reel in the suspense a bit. All right, go on, what's the news before we end? So... Did you know that Western Digital are bringing out 20 terabyte hard drives? Whoa, 20 terabyte hard drives? Are these 20. What form are these coming That's in? That's not the only thing. Oh. They are also, it, it's this thing called Optic NAND. Oh, wait a minute. And NAND drives. Okay, this might be, I might have heard of this, but go on, carry on. Apparently it should be able to reach capacities of up to 50 terabytes by the end of the decade wow is this the stuff that's like the glass glass um laser stuff it could be um i've heard about something recently and i'm not sure if this it, is the it same stores thing metadata or essentially data about the hard drives data and that's right the, uh this might not be the same or... thing i heard about something similar recently that was like a new way to store data and it was so robust that it's like millions of years robust you could write to this and read from you know you could, you could write to it as hard storage like as like your bunker storage do you know what i mean but yeah. at this point in time it's really slow and it's super high capacity but um takes forever to write to at the moment like it's super slow so that I know that that's going on, but I don't know what it's called or or whether it's it related. Uses, apparently, it uses flash rather than uh, DRAM, and it's non-volatile and storing metadata in a cache boosts overall performance as it ke- as it's better at handling latency operations that hard drives aren't so great at. Yeah, keeping metadata in its own cache should also make it easier for Western Digital to create even larger capacity drives. Right. This Ooh. this sounds different than the one I was talking about because the one I'm talking about does some weird laser glass technology stuff. So I tell you what, it, they're going to need it if you're going to play Call of Duty. <laughs> Just that hard drive for Call of Duty. Yeah, brilliant. Well, thanks for listening to the show this week, everybody. Hope you have a great rest of the week, and we will catch you next week. What are we do next week? What, what's going on within the oh, next week? Oh, Call of Duty. Something. I yeah, think oh, it might no, have to oh, make no, a uh, something up on the eleventh. Skyrim. Oh. Wait, Skyrim's what? 10th anniversary. <laughs> oh, don't stop saying Skyrim excitedly. Skyrim. As if, as if it's amazing that something with Skyrim happening. Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim. Get 10% off with discount code. Discount. 10%. Brilliant. Not on Skyrim, just in life in general. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Skyrim. I can't. I can't deal. Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs>
my mates in call that. 